because did you because you have something you want to talk about i so. am so i'm just gonna start um <clears throat> yeah start did you see any entertainment news today like on reddit or anything like that Entertain like news from the about world movies of video games tv shows whatever Okay, cool. A subject that we've talked about here multiple times has a new development, and it's the James Gunn saga of being fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Because we talked about this, right? He's What, what do you say, pedophile shit? No, he, well, he just made really bad jokes on Twitter 10 years ago. About? About, like, some of it was, like, pedophile-ish jokes. Okay. Um, it was, like, jokes about women, jokes about poop jerks like he was just being dumb 10 years ago james gunn okay um taking up tweets yeah Yeah. and then he went on like an anti uh right-wing rant or something so a bunch of right-wing people went and dug up all those old tweets and showed them to disney and he's just like oh um okay yeah that's bad fired now um, and the whole internet went up in storm. The entire Guardians of the Galaxy cast wrote that letter to him, uh, to Disney, saying, like, this is wrong, blah, blah, blah. He's a completely changed man. That was him 10 years ago. Like, look at his arc of, like, character development. He's such a good, wholesome person. He's made this amazing story, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. He wrote these with a third one in mind. You got to let him finish his thing, whatever. Dave Batista was like, if he's not doing it, I'm out. Um, and then a while ago, they announced that they're going to be using his script, at least for the movie. And then DC signed him to direct uh, and write, I think, Suicide Squad 2, which is like, okay, Suicide Squad was shit, but James Gunn You can't good. make it worse. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's like his style, like a bunch of rough, like outcasts um, saving the world, like begrudgingly or whatever. That's his kind of thing. Well, today it was announced. That James Gunn has been hired to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3 by Disney. He's back, baby. Like, Why is he back? They were just like, fuck it. Yeah, we're sorry. Come on back. What? I kind of don't like this. Why? I kind of wish he just... I don't like it. Why? I don't like it. It's his baby. Fuck him. He lost the baby. No. (laughs) A bunch of nut jobs on Twitter stole the baby from him. They didn't steal the baby. And Disney was like, yeah, that's right. You can't have a baby. They they didn't steal the baby. They just said, look what he wants to do to babies. And then (laughs) they were like, wow, get him the fuck away from babies. (laughs) I can't argue with that analogy, but it's wrong. (laughs) No, something about that's fucking, I don't know. That doesn't give me warm and fuzzies. That makes me be like, they fucking caved. How weak. No, how spineless they <laughs> so can't stand by their decision right so there's that which is it's like okay well i guess disney's shown a little bit of weakness that they'll just listen to the mom mentality or whatever they had a couple options they could have canceled guardians of the galaxy 3 or just hired they could have had someone else do it and then it just would have been a big pr shitstorm. why well what if they hired an amazing director for and it? and that's what they could have done too that's what it, like I personally would have suggested, I think what actually happened, they couldn't find anybody <laughs> worthy of lies, doing it. Lies, lies. Imagine all these directors. Like James Gunn is like buddies with all these MCU directors. Like Kevin Feige, he Kevin Feige, the guy who's running the MCU, did not want him to be fired at all. It was Disney's like above Kevin's head that um, pulled the trigger. See, this is just this is making me more upset. 
What if, like, they just asked all these directors, like, hey, Taika Waititi, you killed it with Thor Ragnarok, blah, blah, blah. We'd love for you Why to direct Guardians Why does it have Guardians to be 3. MCU? Just go outside the MCU. Well, yeah, they probably could have. But what if everybody was like, no, you fucked him over. I'm not going to direct your movie for you. It's going to be a shitstorm for me because no matter how good I am or no matter how good of a movie I make, fans are going to be like, well, but you're not James Gunn. And they were probably all just like, no. And then Disney came crawling back and they're like, okay, we're sorry, James Gunn. You can come back and finish your baby. I'm so upset that you're not happy about this. I'm so sad about this. Why? This is such a bummer. I don't think so, man. It's a, you live on a your guy. Feet. You live on your feet or you die on your knees. I, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think... You die on your feet or you live on your knees. And that's the opposite of what happened. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, are you talking about Disney? Yes. Like, they're now living on their knees? I'm talking about the people who decided to kneel and give in yeah the softness the soft bellies that that are showing let me spin the tables on you what <laughs> okay, if it's please do i mean please do you're not gonna agree with me and before <laughs> i even say it, i don't fully agree with this but i'm just trying to i'm throwing anything <laughs> at it. you i can do to it. Do it. change do your it. mind what if their sign of weakness was just giving in to these twitter bullies <sighs> and they're like um <clears throat> yeah he's he was bad man 10 years ago and even though he's different now uh, you don't like him so he's fired and now they're like no fuck it He's directing our movie. If you don't like it, Twitter bullies, you could suck it. But that's not how it is. It's probably not. I Like I said, <laughs> I just wanted to throw you're that out wrong. there. No, you're not wrong. If that's what it was, then sure. But it's kind of like... It's not. It's basically, they super fucked up. They listened. They made such a split decision. Like a... Um, but why did they fuck up? They, like, so, so, how about this? So, let's paint this in a different light. Instead of saying right-wing... Uh, trolls mm-hmm. who did this. Let's just say we had people who were upset because mm-hmm. they were offended by this, mm-hmm. and which is at at its core what it is. What happened? Yeah. So they came out and did this. Yes. So they Disney acquiesced and said, "You're right. We see the harm that this man has done, the pain and suffering that these words can inflict on people, the mm-hmm. the shocking lack of character. So thank you for pointing this out to us. We don't want to be associated with this type of character." So we're going to be judged by our actions here, and we're going to sever our ties with this person who has less than desirable traits. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. But all of these things that you just described about that person, less than desirable traits, blah, 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 this is not a person we want to be associated with, died 10 years ago, and it's a completely different person, and it's a success story about how you can be a shithead and get your life together and make two of the best MCU movies. So if oh my <laughs> god, do not even compare James Gunn to Hitler right now. <laughs> Give me somebody to compare him to. At least Mussolini. You can't okay, go Mussolini. full Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> you never go full Hitler. Yeah. Okay, Mussolini. Let's say Mussolini surrenders at the end of the war. He gets captured, and then he goes on to, fa- to, to found the United Nations. Okay. Let's say he goes on to found... Um, He's the guy who who put together the Live AIDS concert. Okay. Right? Sure. Right? Would we say, wow, what a beautiful man? Or would we think about the horrible atrocities that he did to people? <laughs> Again, this is why the Hitler <laughs> slash Mussolini <laughs> analogy doesn't quite work. I don't think making dumb, like, really crude, really crass, 
really vile jokes on Twitter is on par with human atrocities. <laughs> with war crimes? To, <laughs> with war crimes. <laughs> literal war crimes. Okay. Okay, fair enough. I'll give you that. Fair enough. Fair but enough. I will still answer this dumbass analogy. <laughs> A, I don't think Mussolini or Hitler would want to <laughs> put on Live Aid but or found the UN. What if they had, they changed like James B, Gunn changed. What if they wanted to what if they completely changed and wanted to i don't think freddie mercury would perform for them i don't think live aid would happen because a lot of people would be like no you're you're mussolini but like it's see this is why the analogy is not fair he directed two scooby-doo movies after so? those tweets so he they wouldn't which let mussolini direct two scooby-doo movies he probably should not have directed based off of the the character of his tweets and the content yeah, I guess maybe not the Scooby-Doo movies, but in that time, Scooby-Doo changed him. He's a different person now. Shaggy sat him down, the real Shaggy, and it was like, listen, Jimmy, Jimmy Dunn, Jimmy Gunn, you can't be like this. You got to put those tweets away. You got to have wholesome tweets now. You can still make dumb humor, but don't make dumb pedophile right, kids. Right. This, I mean, so, so to a certain degree, do people change? Y- yes people change to a certain degree do people not change yes some people don't change in this case even if james gunn was wronged mm-hmm. by being removed from this third movie yes i don't like the lack of fortitude by Conviction. the company yeah to say come back that i agree with do like, you know what i mean yeah not that i wish poor things upon james gunn mm-hmm. it's just I don't know. Something about that just we- something about that weirds me. Does, does something about that not weird you out? About like it does. So a similar situation. Here's an analogy that does include Hitler or Mussolini. Not really, but Mass Effect, the Mass Effect video game series, yes. amazing first game started the, built the groundwork for this amazing story. Mass Effect Two, one of the best RPGs of all time, continued the story. Like the decisions that you end Mass Effect One in carry on to Mass Effect yeah. 2, like you start your Mass Effect 2 yes. files based on what you did and yes. the story is immediately different and it keeps branching and it keeps getting different Mass Effect 3 keeps going they promised like w- this ending of the game is whatever you built, right. Mass Effect 3 had one of the fucking worst <laughs> endings of all time because everybody got the same ending but there are three different versions of it based on basically one decision that you make at the very end, so people are like fucking outraged and that's the way the game was it shipped and they're like, this is our ending. Sorry you don't like it. And there was so much outrage for so long that they added free DLC to the game to expand and fix that ending. And I was in the camp of like, that ending is fucking garbage. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you th- you should be ashamed. You did a bad game. And then they went back and they added shit to fix their ending according to what the fans want. And I was like, oh, well... Now you're just kind of pieces of shit. We'll just do whatever we tell you to do. That's not cool. So I completely agree with you. Right. It, like I had an icky feeling when they went and fixed the ending. It's like, oh no, we were just making fun of you because you didn't do that originally. But not to be super, not okay, not, not to make a super aggressive, macho and like analogy. But I think you can understand it with me. You ever have somebody like try to be assertive, aggressive, and threatening to you, and you know just by looking at their character and their physical shape. That you can kill them? <laughs> Not where I thought that sentence was going to end. No? <laughs> but sure. Right? I, and you just think, like, where in your mind do you think you escalating this 
ends up well for you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What do I have to do to you to make you change your like mind a, it and could, apologize? It could be like a 55-year-old lady fucking shoving her finger in your chest. Yeah. And you're just like, thinking like... break your arm. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like... It's like I'm kind. Of, I'm shocked by not just like the how impolite you are, but I'm shocked at the fact you don't realize I'm 35 years younger than you <laughs> in shape, and I can snap you. Yeah, like this is I can I will cho- you. I will choke you to sleep for very very easily. Yeah, if you want to keep touching me, you know, like you ever think that? Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. Like that should happen. And you just think you have no place to be doing. You have no place to be like this, and you just think. It's, you're just soft. You're soft and ev- you're just weak. Yeah. You're weak everywhere. You're weak with your emotional. That's. Your physical, your spiritual. <laughs> you're just, you're just walking shit. You're mud. Yeah. You're just falling apart in front of me. And I don't know how you're still here. <laughs> and you don't deserve to be here. But here you are. I think you've gone off on a tangent now that I've never thought. <laughs> Th- those thoughts have not even come close to entering my mind. But sure. But that's how the internet felt about Disney. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> I will fuck so, you so up. The thing I, I the internet. The thing I don't understand about the internet right now, and it's kind of happening because of the whole New Zealand uh, mosque massacre. Yeah. I, um, I kind of don't get it. It's weird because there's a weird level of, um, it's, uh, you ever play like, uh, like punching games when you were younger, like punching video games. No, like you hit each other. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like when you hit each other in the first person to flinch. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Or the first person to say, ow. Yeah. And you have to like, ignore the or pain slaps or something like that, where you just slap the back of each other's hands until one person gives in or face. Or m- yeah. Mercy. Yeah. So it's like, it's like that, but with the outrage. So for example, it's, it's been like the, a right wing classification and character trait to be pointing at anybody in the left who's upset about something and mm-hmm. being like, Oh, you're a cry baby. And it's just, then right away they're crying about name any issue the right side complains about and they they throw up their arms just like how dare you attack my president how dare you attack the united states yeah oh our veterans and my our mothers and blah 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 and it's just it's the same thing going right back yeah and it's weird because it's this it's like this back and forth where everybody's allowed a certain like both sides allow each other a certain amount of bitching it's like it's like you're both like the right's allowed to be like oh we're all pro life and blah 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 and the left's allowed to be saying like you're racist so it's just it's it's like this level it's like this equal white noise that they both hear from each other but then something tips it a little bit yeah and then immediately it gets real sharp real quick yeah and it so for example um so I saw I saw a lot of tweets about this uh, today. Uh, a lot of like right wing people who have shouted a lot of xenophobic nationalist style things mm-hmm. are, came out and just said, "Oh, we must stand united, and we can't talk about you know we we have to be one, and don't give this guy publicity because that's what he wanted with his manifesto and stuff like that." And there's so many people just taking old tweets that they were doing like last week of <laughs> old <laughs> of them saying shit completely opposite like like the muslims are here to take our jobs and kill us and yeah. they're just captioning it just what what happened what what's the turnaround and it's it's that if that's the tipping point and i feel like that tipping point is to bring it back to james gunn the tipping point with this is when james gunn got offered to come back where it's now it's too much 
Now, like at first, okay, cool. He said some wacky shit and mm-hmm. they got upset. Cool. Oh, he's moving on with life. Okay, cool. Disney's going to move on as well. But then for whatever reason, they had to come back together. And when they came, not even when they came back together in talks, but when it came public and they were like, we're no longer exes. We're, we're dating again. And they're holding hands and there's a picture of them kissing and now they're back on. Ugh. It's just that's I don't know. Do you feel the same or no? Do you just go, oh, James Gunn, yay, so, and that's yeah, it? F- so I, I I feel two things. I feel oh, James Gunn, yay, uh, and I also feel <laughs> like I immediately was like, oh my god, that's awesome. But really though, <laughs> like six months later, like the dust has settled. They like shook hands, and walked away. Like, okay, that was a shitty situation that got out of hand and Disney really fucked up. We tried Internet. We tried Dave Batista. We tried entire Guardians of the Galaxy cast, but we lost. You know what the thing Maybe is? Maybe next time. You know what the thing is? Oh, they're back? Yeah. Okay. It's because I know with the amount of dollars that the company has to throw around, you're telling me they couldn't find a better director? I, That's a so, fucking lie. Well... That's a fucking lie. Are you saying that they would have just paid someone a lot more money to just they could take have. the hate from not being James Gunn? They could have. They could have. They could have. I I so directors have a lot of money too. And they as much as Disney. <laughs> but Disney Disney's not gonna throw a billion dollars at a director to direct a movie. No. They're not gonna direct they're gonna gonna throw so much movie at the director that it's gonna like blow up the budget for it and like sacrifice the special effects budget or the acting budget or the whatever budget to like make that fit because like they have very strict budgets it needs to be under this many dollars because we expect it to make this many dollars and we need a blah 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 percent like it's a business and i'm sure that there were no directors who they offered like okay we could offer this guy i don't know how much directors get paid 10 million dollars uh james gunn was gonna get 10 million dollars we'll offer this guy 10 million dollars no okay he's afraid that he's gonna get shit on by the internet we'll offer him 15 million dollars. they're not gonna be like here's 100 million dollars to take all the hate from the internet because it's too much and like no director for the amount of money that disney would be willing to pay them to still make a movie within their budget would say yes to it and they don't want to just scrap it so i do think that's a situation do you think directors are saying no because they're scared of the internet i think directors are saying no because they're scared of tarnishing their reputation they are scared of the pressure it'll be to finish someone else's trilogy using their script which not a lot of mcu directors do um they're usually written and directed by the same person he wrote and directed the first two and wrote the third to be the third movie of the first two I don't know. Here's the other thing, though, that I thought of while we were talking about whatever else before. He was not a bad person. He made bad jokes. We talk about this all the time. Or like, you shouldn't get offended by someone's comedy because it's offensive. If they do something that's offensive, if they (laughs) beat the shit out of a four-year-old, that's bad. If they joke about beating the shit out of a four-year-old and it's offensive, that's an offensive joke. True. But this goes back to the whole... How much, I don't know if credence is the word, but how much credence do you give to the offended? Right? Zero. Right? Like, Just, d- like, unfollow James Gunn on but Twitter. That's, but, that's, but that's what's happening everywhere. And that's it's, bad. It's you unhealthy. You hurt my feelings, so yeah. you need to change. No. This policy hurts my feelings, so that policy needs to change. This group, right? Like, But, like, some of it comes from really 
good places. Like really real places, really right? authentic places. Yeah, sure. like 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 what's a good? I, e- I was beaten as a four year old. That's that could be an example. Like if if James Gunn made a or, joke no, about no, beating well, a four year old. I was talking about I was thinking more of something like systemic racism. That's been something that's been documented with with classified document releases yeah. by the U.S. government, all going all the way back to the war on marijuana when it started. Right, so mm-hmm. it's like you could break it down into literal things that occurred as events. That have led up to people as to why they're pissed off that their school district doesn't get any money in the budget because instead it goes towards oh speaking about schools and money. Uh oh, is this a new conversation immediately? Time? No, we don't have to. We don't have to. <laughs> but but you know what I mean. Like there's it, it's, oh it's oh <laughs> there's it's weird because it's what you just said. Just you have no you have no ability to really dictate how I should be because you're offended by it. Mm-hmm. Is the entire right wing response to anything the left says, like literally anything? So when the left says something like, "We think Trump's racist," mm-hmm. and I says, "Fucking like like oh you fucking snowflakes," and they go at them for it and they say shit like that, and then the left fires back with, "Well, no, this is why we think so." Here's video clips of him saying things, or here's like audio clips of him trying to entice violence or trying to engage and say it's okay to be violent against other people and saying like you know he had a ban on people from muslim countries like yeah like uh like the, these this is why we think these things and then the right says like oh you're just you have no right to tell me how to be offended and this is dictating my life and blah 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 let's make america great again all that <laughs> shit that's that's america right now like that's yeah. that crazy shit that's happening this very second mm-hmm. and on the on the bright side, and this is something I do like about Twitter, even though I hate the fucking noise that it can be. Mm-hmm. When you look through some things and realize that there's Russian trolls, mm-hmm. like like Russian troll farms amongst the responses, it becomes real obvious. Yeah, it becomes super obvious because a lot of people are super the the hardcore, just the hardcore stereotypical response you would expect mm-hmm. from like. Uh, a bot of some kind is it's it's very obvious once you think about that yeah because a lot of people who aren't that actually have pretty intelligent responses mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it kind of makes more sense but um yeah it's just that dictates that that's our culture right now that's our fucking culture this i hate to say outrage culture but it's the Outrage, I'll just say it. It's the outrage yeah. culture that we have. <laughs> you prefaced it by saying yeah. you hate to say that. Yeah. <laughs> right, though? Right, yeah. though? So, for example, because you now know what I'm talking about, the kids that got into school because mommy and daddy paid millions of dollars. Yeah, that, I'm just, like, super gray on this. Like, I super, you, you donate to colleges. If you have a bunch of money, you donate to a college that you want your kid to go to, and then they'll have a better chance of getting it in, right? But that... So to go off of what I've read online, from what I can understand, this benefits a certain cast of people. People who have rich parents who could donate to schools. And how, how did people, how did, they make, how did they get their wealth? How did they maintain their wealth? And within the system of what we have, our like economic structure within our social castes, like how does that happen? Mm-hmm. And then here comes oh look there's systemic racism coming into the conversation and then we come back to this and then it's breaking this back down as to why i understand people are pissed yeah you know what i mean um because then i remember immediately people posting all these shots of 
of uh, people of color who are being jailed because they try to go to a different school mm-hmm. district. And it's like five years for this person, 12 years for that person, eight months in fine and probation for this person because they sent their kid to a different school district. Like that they weren't allowed to go to because of, yeah. Because of their economic status. Yeah. And technically their borough, but because if you can only live in a poor borough, yeah. you can't live anywhere else and you want to try to do something for your kid and then blah, 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 blah. They're, um, both of, uh, no. When I went to Windsor Public Schools, there were kids who every morning on my bus stop, every morning parents would drive them in from Harford and just put them on the school bus and they would go to Windsor schools, which I'm like, as a child, like as a sixth grader, I'm like, seems like they're breaking a rule, but for a good reason, I think. Here's the thing, though. Like, I don't. I'm kind of on Robin Hood side here. I, I kind of don't care. And, and so this is a new this is a new thing that I think just started maybe at the middle to end of last year mm-hmm. where anything involving touching any, anybody of wealth, mm-hmm. like anybody's assets, anybody's tax bracket. I wonder if that thunder is coming through on the mic. Maybe. Uh, probably not. All that <laughs> shit about that was kind of like an untouchable thing. And... I understand the defense because if you get rich, you would want to maintain your wealth and not have any of it siphoned away at a faster rate. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you're thinking about it in the system of capitalism, you need to have a middle and low class. Yeah. And the majority of people will be middle and low class. So it, it doesn't really benefit the many to... For example, for example, the latest tax policy that just came out. Everybody, everybody, especially a lot of people who are right wingers, are all just like, "Oh my god, my taxes are gonna be so fucking good!" And lo and behold, I don't know how your taxes were. Mine were shit. I had to pay the government taxes to, uh, money. Mine was the, the best I've ever been. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good for you, man. By a significant margin. I was like, "Holy shit!" Fuck. I like went back and double checked to make sure I didn't fuck up on anything. I'm like, "Okay, bring nice. it on." The second I added like. Uh, my because I, I changed jobs i added my second w2 it went from being oh the feds owe you 60 dollars to oh you owe the feds like money sorry bud and it's weird because there's it's like that either people are i've everybody i've talked to has either had to owe money for the first time ever mm-hmm. or they made off like like bandits yeah i don't and understand just, what the difference was and it was just wait what my dad happened? my dad said for the first time he owed the government money and it was yep. a significant amount yeah he's fucking there pissed. you go there you go see perfect example yeah. it's just right there right but like there. what affected that i i don't, I don't know, know how i don't know i'm not taxes I'm not, work i don't know fuck it anyways and the whole school district thing i'm like uh, anyways well i was gonna say with the school district thing um i i didn't care i was just i don't i don't give a shit mm. If I had millions and millions and millions of dollars, I would do whatever I could to help my family too. Fuck it. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand the outrage about it because I was really... I don't get why I hate saying it so much. It's, you know why? It's because it's it, it almost comes off as a sneer. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you outraged? Oh. I don't think so. You're such a part of this outrage culture. I can't stand it. Oh, let me guess. It hurt your feelings, right? Oh, boy. It's just... It's almost like this... This snide... Yeah. Status to yeah. say. I mean, everybody is a part of outrage culture. I True. was outraged about James Gunn getting fired for bullshit. And so, like, everybody gets mad about something. And because of the internet, 
all of our voices combined into one really mad voice. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's different to say someone was outraged than to say they're part of outrage culture. Like you could totally say like, uh, people paid, uh, people bribe schools to get their kids into school. And that makes sense. But I could understand the outrage. That's not a sneer at all. So like, that's yeah, a good way. That's you a good guys way are the, fucking pissed. I think the way you, you, you worded it compared to how I worded it, yeah. I think is, is why it's, it's better. But yeah, no, I understand how it pisses off a lot of people, especially the fact that how many kids are in debt right now. Yeah. Like how many kids, I don't think kids realize this when they're 18, but you're signing a mortgage when you go to college, <laughs> when you're eight, if you don't go to a community college. Yep. Or state school that you get a significant discount on. Guess what? You're signing off on a mortgage at 18. Mm. <laughs> yep. And you just have a like no pay policy until you're done with school. So it seems like it's fine until it's not fine. It yeah. goes from, oh, yay, I'm done with school to why do I have a $500 bill every month now? Like mm. just right off the bat. Yeah, you're in school and you're like, man, I make $500 a month. <laughs> I could get a pizza. <laughs> said oh my god <laughs> why exactly. did i do this exactly Yikes. oh side note did i tell you about all the movies i've watched in the past two weeks no i love movies did I... I tell you all of the one episode or one tv show i watched oh, game of thrones i finished game of thrones okay good good for you i <laughs> fucking good for you chris because of the uh trip to ireland oh, i yeah, had so right. many I, I got caught up on so many movies. Nice. Um, I've watched... I'm not going to list just the trips on the... the uh, movies on the plane. I'm just going to list all the movies I've seen up until mm-hmm. this very mm-hmm. night talking to you. Yes. Uh, Skyscraper. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> Skyscraper with The Rock. Dwayne. Uh, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Because The Rock title is owned by WWE, so we can't use that, that name. Oh, uh, that's why it's always. Do Dwayne they not Johnson. even call him Dwayne the Rock Johnson? They say Dwayne Johnson. That's why he's listed as Dwayne Johnson. Okay, okay. I think Carry there's on. certain movies he can use it legally. Yeah. He's allowed to use Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure if you look at a lot of his movies, it says Dwayne Johnson mm-hmm. because he can't use the Rock because that's owned by WWE. There's that new movie, Fighting with My Family, that yes. stars him as himself, and yes. they call him The Rock a lot of times in the movie. Yes, that's because I think it's in a, it's in partnership with the WWE. Interesting. Because it's a wrestling movie, so they have to for copyright. Right. Um, so, Skyscraper, I saw oh, 22 Miles, or 21 Miles with Mark Wahlberg and Ronda Rousey. Have you seen that? No. Oh, oh <laughs> God, don't see it. Oh, man. Was it bad? It was, it was so, so we'll go back to that. Uh, I saw that movie. I saw, oh, I saw Incredibles 2. Great movie. Really good. I loved it. Really, really good movie. I saw Incredibles 2. I saw, ooh, oh, Sicario. Okay. Wow. I saw Aquaman. Okay. Fun. I saw, fuck, I saw. Doing with your hands. Does your hands have to do with the movie? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I There's one more movie I saw on the plane what the fu- oh <gasps> bohemian rhapsody oh you loved it <sighs> yeah okay so let's go back real quick to mile 21 or yeah, 22 get this one out of the way the fuck? Yeah, out of the way so this goes back to uh one of my very good friends timmy when when i talk to timmy about movies 
he has such a perspective i don't understand how he's able to see it it's the equivalent of him seeing like the entire field in a game while i can only see the first few feet gotcha it's a gotcha. it's it, he, he has like a, a a master's view of the whole th- thing so when he breaks it down it makes sense to me because he's holding my hand as he explains every single layered block to the yeah. building so i can go oh that's why it's a building instead of me just being like oh here's a door so it's it, it's awesome when he does that mm-hmm. i think i was able to attain a similar view that he has watching this movie because it was so shockingly bad <laughs> <laughs> so there were things that just so first off do you know though what the movie's about absolutely not it's basically about mark Wahlberg being a part of a secret government group where you don't exist and if you're dead you're dead to everybody so it's him it's like a super cia spy whatever yeah so it's him (laughs) and like eight other people and they have to escort a prisoner to a a transport ship that's it okay and it's 22 miles long and what happens in those 22 miles so the premise two brothers This January. Get ready to Michael. Um, By the way, rest in peace, Jan Michael Vincent. He died like a week ago. Did he really? Oh, no. Um, Anyways, so this movie has... I don't think it has a bad premise. Okay. I think it has a really neat premise. Sounds pretty boilerplate spy movie, but whatever. Uh, Yeah, but like it could have been really, really well done. It was not because (laughs) the forcing of these characters... I think Mark Wahlberg was just angry the entire movie. Yeah. Because he had to be. So they force this image of Marky Mark just being this angry Boston guy so hard. (laughs) Not like The Departed where it's just, it's kind of just Marky Mark being Marky Mark. Yeah. It was more of, hey, Mark, you're back home. Just act how you act back home. Yeah. Just, okay, like, go fuck yourself. Ah, There you go. Good good take, good take. (laughs) This was, hey, we need you to be just pissed. Get pissed at everything. All right, yeah, who am I pissed just at? Just yell. And the <laughs> amount of times he just has to start yelling and trying to sell the premise throughout the movie is just, I don't think you fucking understand. You see, there's 22 miles, and we only have an hour to get through 22 miles. You don't think I fucking understand? Hey, how about this fuck face? How about we go in the fucking room? And and that's legit his dialogue for scenes in the movie. And I remember watching it thinking, why is it so bad? It's so bad. Like, there's no there's no character. It's just be angry and yell and say fuck a lot and try to, try to sell the seriousness of this scene. Yeah. What am I selling? How serious it is that this person uh, didn't answer their phone on time. Okay. Okay. So I, how, what, what would you advise, guys? Oh, we want you to break down how it impacts a global effect of a nuclear bomb. And he's trying to break down nuclear nuclear physics with bombs while he's trying to get in the face of somebody and saying, do you know what a fucking hydrogen bomb is, huh? You know what that is? You want to know what a fucking atom does? Do you know what that shit does when it splits? How about I tell you when it fucking comes back together, huh? <laughs> like, that's... That's his. Di- I'm not. I'm not overreacting with his, yeah. with his. That's a legit. The scenes in this fucking movie. That's awesome. For the entire movie. That's stressful. And it's just so tiring <laughs> to be to be just sitting here, just going, stop yelling. I get it. You're a pissed off guy with mental problems. I get it. It's just stop doing this. And here's the sad thing: Sean Avery, former yeah. New York Ranger, and Ronda Rousey, uh, former UFC fighter. They actually did pretty well okay for what they did i thought they did very well for for how they acted um i usually like to just take a peek at the number of rotten tomatoes before i see a movie oh this is in the threes isn't it it's 
like the 30s? I don't know. Is that what you're guessing? Is it one out of 10? It's uh, one out of 100. It's in the 20s. 23. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you it. did it, man. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew oh, it. Cohen. She's in it. She's the hot one from Walking Dead. Yes. Anyways, that was... <laughs> CL, who is a K-pop star from the band 2Anyone, is in it. Oh, John Malkovich. John Malkovich is in it. Malkovich. Uh, there's some people in this movie. Yeah, and it's too bad that the people who directed, or not even directed, the people who wrote the script for dialogue were fucking garbage. Anyways, so <laughs> Skyscraper looks, was better. Looks bad. <laughs> it's funny because it's it's it has I felt like it had potential to be a good action movie, but Mark Wahlberg ruins it. <laughs> he ruins By, it. He went to Wahlberg. He went to Angry Mark. Angry Boston. Angry yeah, he went to Angry Boston. Yeah. Imagine being in a pub in Boston with a drunk dude pissed off at the Bruins or the Red Sox game the yeah. entire night. And, and like after five was. minutes, this person would be asked to leave the bar. And then after 10 minutes, they would be kicked out of the bar. But you got to sit through an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> Anyways. Of this person just staying in the bar. I will say this. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. I had no clue what to expect going into it. Okay. Not only did I like how the live shots uh, were done because the li- don't get me wrong i don't think it's a masterpiece of a movie mm-hmm. but i will say this growing up with queen mm-hmm. queen was always the band with uh freddie mercury yeah it was because like freddie, freddie mercury and queen because freddie mercury was so not to take away from the rest of the band because the rest of the band is very talented but mm-hmm. he he was such a figure and i remember uh, especially like when we were younger when being gay had a lot of weight and implication and it was at like obviously the worst side compared to what it is now where it's a bit better it was completely ignored like people didn't care it's it wasn't a thing it was just it's queen yeah who cares you know what i mean back in the day when you know the the homophobic culture was so much was so sharp and so prevalent and and so widespread it was almost completely removed, like lifted. It's like, oh, Queen, lift it. Oh, yeah, yeah Queen, come in, drop it. It's just, <laughs> it's just, and it's funny because I didn't even know Freddie Mercury was gay when I was younger. I just thought, well, no. I don't think I did either. It wasn't a thing that I thought about. It wasn't until I got older when somebody said, oh, yeah, did you know that Freddie Mercury's gay? And we were like, Freddie Mercury, oh, like the singer? They said, yeah. And I go, oh, I, I can see it now. It's obvious now that you say it. But um, <laughs> the guy who wore sequined leotards. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I know, I know. So I said, "Oh, that's that. That makes uh, that, that's really obvious now. That that makes it really obvious for me." Uh, but everybody kind of just said the same thing. Yeah. Cool. Let's play some music. Like, and it was just like he playing Queen. I didn't realize the depth of, and I I don't think I ever could because I'm not gay. I didn't understand the depth of how it affects somebody mm-hmm. until i saw that movie for freddie mercury interesting and yes i know there's better movies that show this yeah but for somebody who i thought was easily and widely accepted for who he was and to see the battle he had internally and externally with that yep. especially over in england was really surprising to me and it put a lot more weight behind queen yeah like uh, bohemian rhapsody like the first verse that he sings when it's just him yep. playing the piano 
Um, and and this and then the second, it's just it's so heavy. It's so heavy. He talks about not wanting to die, and yep. it's just oh my god! It's just like you get hit, and you didn't expect to have that much weight behind it. Yeah, and that's what it did for me. And to see him, well, to see Rami Malek, but to see the portrayal of how Freddie was so much more at ease on stage. Yes, it, that's the anywhere part I about it so much because and again, it made Queen more. It's like I understood Queen more now. Yeah. Because I always thought that was Queen all the time. Mm-hmm. Behind the scenes, in their personal life. No. no. It was complete opposite of like that. Like, inter- the very few interviews with him, he's always very shy and soft-spoken. And he, like, makes, like, these dumb little jokes. And he's very polite and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the- he walks past the curtains to get on stage, and he's a fucking rock god. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the AO part? Uh. It's just... <laughs> So Spotify does this thing where at the end of the year, they do a your most listened to of 2018. Mm-hmm. And my most listened to song from 2018 was, was AO? AO from the serious? Bohemian Rhapsody soundtrack, which contains no actual music. It's just the AO. And then the crowd response, the call and response, because it's Ayo. so fucking magical. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I could, I could rehearse the whole thing. <laughs> it's um, it's it's just, and and that's what it is. Yes, I understand. And if if, if Timmy's listening, he's probably rolling his eyes because I I'm, I know he hates the editing that was done for that movie. I just watched a video about how shitty the editing. Yes, and I was like, oh, is that's very why ob- I didn't love the movie. Yeah, which is very obvious now. Yes, but it's the fact that Queen, the remaining members of Queen, were on set, kind of explaining the situations, like. No, Freddie did this. Mm-hmm. And it was just, holy shit, Freddie did that? Yeah, Freddie was this fucking dude who did this. I feel a weird way about that part of it, though. Like, Why? they had the two... I think it was just the two remaining members. The Roger something. Mm-hmm. Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. And the other guy. Sorry, other guy. Um, the drummer. Um, is it Roger Moore? Whatever. Um... You're not Freddie Mercury, so you don't deserve for me to remember your name. <laughs> but right, good continue. Um, they had a super heavy hand in the production of this movie. Right, so they shut down a lot of ideas. They like they just had a lot of they heavy handed the shit out of the movie. They're like, okay, fine, you guys can finally make the Queen movie, and essentially, so you guys can finally make the Freddie Mercury movie, but you're gonna make it more about us because like we were there too. But it wasn't really about them. There weren't really, a lot of it scenes. It really wasn't. But it really like, wasn't. There are a few things you could tell. It's like I want more camera time on my character because like, what? like give me I don't know. Give me a scene that you think. So the, that. I I guess I have I'm biased going into the movie because of the whole Sasha Baron Cohen thing. Because Sasha Baron Cohen wanted to make this movie, and originally he was, and he had so many differences with, I think, the director, who originally was Brian Singer, um, because the director was, he was totally on board with what Queen wanted to do, and Sasha Baron Cohen was like, we're going to do it all the way up until Freddy's death, like he dies of AIDS, and then that's the end of the movie, but like, what a great life he lived. And Queen's like, no, we want to keep going, because like, we want the ending to be about how we could lose Freddy and how we could still come together. And he was like, no, fuck you. <laughs> like, Freddie Mercury is Freddie Mercury. You're the band that backed up Freddie Mercury. You're all amazingly talented. And it couldn't have been Queen without the rest of you guys. But this is Freddie Mercury's story. And he's like, oh, but what about us? But it was about Freddie Mercury. I know it was. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I, like, it just gave me the heebie-jeebies. Like, and they're 
fucking clinging on to life. Like they're now performing with the dude who won uh, American Idol a few years ago. David something, I think. Yeah, that's unnecessary. Just another that's unnecessary. flamboyant but, gay guy. It's like, that's not who you But, but I thought gotten. I thought the movie didn't... I thought the movie was accurately... As somebody who's been in bands, mm-hmm. I think they hit it on the head. Of, like, the band dynamic. The guy who's always fucking late, who yeah. doesn't have his shit. <laughs> how songs come together out of nowhere sometimes. Because yeah. somebody just goes, what the fuck was that? Play that again. Just play that. Play that. Like even in the studio, the editing process. Yeah. The dude who just goes, do it again, and you're in there just going again. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, again. All right, we'll do it again. And you play it again, and he goes, um, let's try it again, but like just do something else. He's like, dude, this is like the eighth take. Yeah. And even the part of just, dude, we're paying by the hour. Yep. <laughs> dude, like how many takes do you want to do with this? Just do it again. We're gonna layer it. We don't. Why do we need to layer it? I don't want to play the same track eight times. We can just layer it with two to four. We yep. don't need eight. Just, but do you think how big it's going to be? It's like, Jesus Christ. Fine. Record it. Fine. Go. <laughs> like, those moments stuck out to me because those were real, and I knew those were real. Yeah. I knew those Like, especially when they were doing the 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 uh, harmonies for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. And he was getting pissed. He was like, I, are you fucking serious? Like, again. Yeah. Higher. 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 <laughs> higher. It's just high. But it, 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 it was cool because they showed how one person has the vision. And that happens. Yeah. Somebody just goes, trust me, just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you, you hear it, it's going to be awesome. Just do it. And so you do it. And then you go, listen to this. They, you, you pop scroll it in real back. quick. Yeah. Well, you don't, I didn't record with tape, but it's like you you scroll back, click, play. And then you go, oh, holy like, shit. Yeah, you can't get what's in your head out for everybody to hear until, until they can you hear record it. it yes, and you have to, yeah. exactly. And even the solo where it was just, it was good. But it could use a little more rock, a little more soul. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like the amount of times it's been like, dude, just you got to attack it more. Just attack it and just fucking get angry with this one. I, like, okay, cool. Let's do it. I did love that aspect of it. And I love how they're like, Bohemian Rhapsody is Freddie's song. Like he wrote it. He came up with it. He told us what to do. We played our parts. And that yeah. is his song. Like yeah. the, all right, now what? This is where the operatic section comes in. <laughs> the operatic section. <laughs> yeah. What? And like, that's totally that thing. And he's like, no, I hear it in my head. Like, I gotta, you guys will see. And then when he does it and they all go, oh, oh. shit. And then they go, oh, now we get it. Now we get it. And then they're fighting for it. They go, no, this single is Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. That's the single. Yep. Like, it was uh. cool. I thought the movie did a great job of showing all the stuff that we said about Freddie and at that time and what he went through, but also showing the fact that it was a band. Yep. Like I, I understand yeah, that's yeah, the part yeah. that kind of ifs you, but as and somebody honestly, it doesn't, uh, if I didn't know what I knew about the previous production hell going into it, I would uh, well, completely look past and be like, that's great. Well, here's the thing. If you want to make a Freddie Mercury movie mm-hmm. and call it Mercury or call it Freddie or yeah. something, I get it. But the movie's called Bohemian Rhapsody and yeah. it's about the band queen. Yep. I thought it was weird that they did it all around their uh, Live Aid performance. I don't think so. That's the best rock performance of all time. True. Hands down. True. I, I guess that's a good, that's a high note to end it on. That's that's their that, high note of their yeah, career. Because right. why go past that? Like past True. that, they did Wembley 85, well, which thought, was great. I know, but I thought they were going to do it, like you said, up to Freddie's passing and what the band went through at that time. I thought that's what they were going to do. I like the way they did that because at the beginning... They hinted that he was dying. We knew that he died of AIDS. Yes. At the beginning, he was... at It started... The beginning of the movie was the morning of Live Aid. Right. And he was, like, coughing, and he had blood on his tissue, and he was coughing, which is true. And at Live Aid, I forget the... 
he either he knew he had AIDS either way. And I think he had just told the band members or he hadn't told them yet. But he knew that like he wasn't going to be around for much longer, which just which makes that performance so fucking yeah. good. When he starts singing. Uh... And he had a uh, he had a raspy throat and a bit of a cold, which is like one of the things I love about that performance is like there's a lot of long notes at the beginning of Bohemian Rhapsody, but he cuts them off and like it's so stylized and cool. And it's like this faster, like more aggressive version of Bohemian Rhapsody. Because he couldn't fucking hold those notes. Yeah. He knew he couldn't, and he normally did. Yeah. He's like, Mama, just kill the man. Yeah. And, like, he would just keep going on. Oh, so good. But, um... But, see, I thought he was doing it because he was amped up on adrenaline. Because that's... I, probably partially. Because your heart... When you get on stage, your heart starts pumping. And yeah. then you... It's almost like you'll, you'll come in and attack notes high, too, because you're just so fucking amped. And you have to, like, relax and get into it. So, I, I thought that's why he was doing it, but that makes more sense then. That that's why yeah. he was like that see so that's that's why i thought it was so cool and it, it because it like refreshed my appreciation of the band i just mm-hmm. been listening to queen all the time and same it's it's it just <laughs> because now all their songs have a completely different meaning to me yep exactly. and now and now i look at them all from the eyes uh or the personal experience of what freddie was going through yeah and i think holy shit he knew he was gonna die and he's right like oh my god he's mentioning it here oh my god he's talking about how he's tired and holy fuck this song is heavy yeah you know like just it, it was it was cool like um like uh, radio gaga for example and, and you realize like the battles that they had against radio yeah you know what i mean and you understand how bullshit it was for them at the time and it's just, it's just i don't know though i understand the movie's not a masterpiece but from the sense of a storytelling perspective yep of a biopic i thought it was really well done compared you say biopic biopic my roommate is the only other person i've heard mispronounce this word like you just did what is this supposed to be it's biopic. a biographical picture it's a biopic <laughs> biopic yeah biopic biopic <laughs> biopic <laughs> oh my god <laughs> please send us an email at our podcast email address if you pronounce it biopic <laughs> We don't have an email address. No, moving on. You know what movie that I thought was really, really good? Real quick, fun fact about uh, Radio Gaga. That's where Lady Gaga got her name. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Sicario. That's like the George Clooney one from like years ago, right? Nope. No. It's not. That's uh, Benicio Del Toro, Josh Brolin. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Did you see the second one? No, I need to. Day of of Soldado? Yeah. I'm trying to find it. Um, The coolest thing about the movie is not just like the way the music is is used Mm -hmm. because it's not a soundtrack it's very it's almost like uh this is gonna be a people are gonna roll their eyes like how interstellar had a Mm -hmm. had a soundtrack yep but it was more of an emotional theme in my opinion yeah to the moments where it just crescendoed with what you were seeing on screen yep they did a great job of that with building anxiety and anticipation and dread and all that stuff within Sicario, but also there wasn't a lot of it. Sicario was a lot of just, you're hearing them walk, you're hearing them drive, yeah. you're hearing them load up a gun. Do you know who did the soundtrack for it? No. I wonder if it's Hans Zimmer, because that's like his shit. To not have a lot of stuff? Well, to have the music just be like a like a feeling. Like, perfect yeah. example, yeah. he also did the Dark Knight soundtrack. Yep. The intro, when they're robbing the bank, is basically just... Yeah. And it's just violence slowly getting in. Yeah. It's like, and it's just 
tense and you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, like this. Exactly. I don't like this feeling because you know something bad's going to happen. And yeah, Interstellar, there's that time when they're on the planet that every hour is seven years on Earth. <laughs> yeah. The entire song is just like the beat of yeah. the song, the drum beat, I guess you could call it, is a ticking clock. Yeah. And it makes you the so tense because yeah. you're thinking, you're like, you, they have time, they're running out of time, they got to get out yeah. of here. Yeah. Because, like, there's music and there's violins yes. and trombones and but shit. It crescendos but there's a, and it, like, yeah. goes with the way. Um, the one thing I like about them, I like most about it was the fact that you know how most action movies glorify guns? They glorify gun violence. Yeah. It's just, oh, look how cool he, he's like. Riding and like dually dual pistols, yeah, like that like over stylized kind of, yeah, or or it's just this this crazy amount of of gun warfare. It was it wasn't it was almost never about the guns. Mm-hmm. It was about what the guns meant. Mm. So, for example, they're all like I don't I guess this is kind of a spoiler, but I haven't seen it. It's just a scene. Yeah, I'm just gonna describe a part of the scene. It's just when they take out guns, but it's just <laughs> it, it that's it's so I remember it because it's for it's a long long shot it's like a this whole sequence is feels like five to ten minutes long there's a gun they have guns but they don't touch them they don't mm-hmm. really need them so they're just sitting there right and then finally when somebody does touch a gun it's like oh shit because like your heart rate increases because they make because it showcases the fact they're not glorifying the fact that they have guns yeah it's all of a sudden the tool is now needed exactly and then it's just the you, see, you kill see, a person tool yeah <laughs> Yes. So you see their their body language, and they start like one person tenses up slightly. Not even like fucking. Yeah, it's, no. It's like none of their that. hand just moves slowly closer to their hip or something. Yeah, just like all of a sudden, instead of having one hand on the gun, he puts the second, and then he puts his foot up, <laughs> and he just does that, and that's it. And he just the other guy just sits. The other uh. the other guy just sits up straight, and just like cracks his neck and starts looking around, and it's because all of a sudden now they're super alert. And then they need to like jump out of their chairs at any minute. Yeah, and then it's it, it's just it's 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 suspenseful. It's it's you know action's happening. That's right. Really action's good. gonna happen. But the way they build it up, it's not just lock and load, boys. And they're playing rock music and they're like strapping grenades yeah. on, on their vest. No, it's just yes, they're they're part of a like a military operation. They have guns. Guns is a part of their job. They have tools like this. They don't necessarily want to use them because right. the, you use a gun, the chances of you getting shot go way up. Right, and and the way that they deploy them is also this. It's not a action movie where they're just spraying cars into into blown up yeah. rubber. It's very tactical. So it's they're not pop, pop. they're not wasting shots. Yeah. They're they're taking select shots. It's not I gotta see it. Yeah. So it's very, very weird because you, you expect just like spraying machine guns and just nope. They're just they're double tapping when they need to. They're they're doing actual movements and that's um and have tactics. You seen John Wick? Yeah. John Wick is very also it's there's a mm, lot of guns. There's, there's a, a lot there's a lot of, of glorified violence, but gun the violence. Actual gun like the shooting is very accurate. The tech well, John Wick's technique is accurate. Yes, exactly, because Keanu Reeves is a fucking rock star when there, it comes to training for yes, the movie. There there's there's scenes when he's like avoiding glass blow, being blown up all around him as they're yeah. all shooting at him. And, but like the he like shoots a guy in the chest, he's constantly looking down. No, the he barrel. has he has realistic technique. Yeah. He, he, and then he, like he does as train. someone's stumbling back, they might not be dead, he just pops him in the head just in case. Yeah, no, he he has good technique. But yeah. that's what this movie has. Okay. And it kind of it's less Keanu Reeves because uh, Keanu it's less John Wick because John Wick is all about the violence. Yeah. This is not really... This is about how violence is an unfortunate thing that they have to deal with. Yeah. But they need to get something done, and violence is the means to do it. What's, like, the plot 
of the story? The, uh, the plot is uh, so long story short, the okay, so why well, I don't want to spoil it because part right. of the plot I don't is a spoiler. Um, long story short, it's uh, somebody gets picked up from one agency. I think she was in the CIA mm-hmm. and gets brought on to another team mm-hmm. to assist them with uh, essentially interfering with a current drug cartel okay. and their operations with across the border. That's all I need to know. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> all it is. It's just we need to interrupt their operations because if we keep attacking the small things, we don't get anything done. They right. just repopulate. So exactly. if we interrupt like their supply chain, we interrupt their, their means of finance. If we interrupt these things, that will st- that will stall their operations enough that we can find the head people and start taking this cool taking them on. Um, so they get somebody who specializes in cartel activity. Mm-hmm. She's in the CIA. Do you want to join us? Yeah, sure. And then she goes with them, and then she goes, "Oh, this is a little bit different than I thought of what we were going to do." But all right, I I I, I see what we're doing, uh, and that's the movie. That sounds cool. I want to see that. <laughs> and Benicio del Toro is super good in that movie he's so good he's super like when he's allowed to just be himself like that yeah it's awesome it's awesome <sighs> yeah it's awesome it's it's and josh brolin is in it he's amazing he's really good too you need to i is josh brolin the most successful child actor probably not but he's way up there he's pretty high up there like he was goonies and now he's <laughs> thanos uh, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't get much bigger than that though. yeah he was Thanos and Cable. Dude, speak it true. Speaking of MCU, uh, don't give me any spoilers, but how was Captain Marvel? Oh, um, really good. You should see it. I plan on seeing it. Can I tell you, like, roughly where I rank it amongst the Marvel movies? Yes, yeah, good. Like, middle of the top half. Like, if you were to cut the movies in half, there's 21 of them. So all you right. did 11 on the bottom, 10 on top. I like okay. I, so all five. the sequels are on the bottom. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Yeah, all the sequels are on the bottom. Actually, I have a list that I can show you after the, the show okay. of my okay number one through twenty one. Okay, so very controversial. I showed some people at work, and they're like, "What? You can't put that one on twenty one? Okay how how do you feel about uh, Endgame? Um, I've never been more excited for a movie in my entire life. Not even <laughs> no uh, exaggeration. Not even the first. Uh, I was very excited for it, but I knew it was part two. So I'm like, I'm very excited for these two movies and knowing where the first one ends. And I almost feel like MCU can't go on after Endgame, even though they can, even though they have, they can, they will, and they will do fine. But but there's no way you can have the same hype level that you've built for Infinity Wars. 10 years. They need another 10 years. And in 10 years, they would be under the shadow of what they just did. So like okay is lightning really gonna strike twice like there'd always be that they can't apex beyond this exactly this is like end game is it this is the apex of what they yeah star star wars episode six now it's coming out you're you're really gonna make empire strikes back again yeah nice try (laughs) you're probably gonna make a great movie but like it's not gonna be empire strikes back again (laughs) (laughs) um but have you seen the trailers there's two and a half trailers i don't watch trailers that's fine they're blackout so honestly you don't watch trailers these are the only ones that you could watch and just like it gives you the tone of the movie nope it doesn't tell it. you anything that you don't already know except nope. for one nope. clip nope. in this most recent trailer. nope don't want it don't want to know it and timmy you'd be proud of me i've been doing this ever since you told me that i should do it for movies i care about i've done it for every star wars movie i've been doing it for the i envy you it's not easy it's not easy and it doesn't sound fun 
but it is fun. You know why? Because when you go in that movie and you know jack shit, uh. and you go in and you get hit a hundred percent full force with everything. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> It's, what is that? What is that? It's drinking only water for the first 30 years of your life and then drinking anything else. And then having a, a root beer. <laughs> it's Ice cold root beer for the first time. Like, that's what it is. That's yeah. the equivalent of what it is. And then you go, oh, there's so much flavor. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. And that's what that movie, that's what those movies are for me. Um, comes out in seven weeks. Holy shit. Can you hang on? Yeah. Um, also, tickets are coming out soon. So already, like, yeah. If you want to see it, like the first w- weekend for sure. No nope. week, maybe. Nope. You want to see it the second weekend? Nope. Or later? Yep. I I can't. You're be there. gonna get stuff spoiled. Nope. You I've, are going to get. I've stuff made spoiled. it through Force Awakens. I made it through Last Jedi. I made it through Infinity War. I will do it with Endgame. You made it through Infinity War without getting. I don't feel so good, Mister Stark. Spoiled. Yeah. Jeez, you are lucky. And you do no, not work with no, the people I work with. No, I am hardworking. That's Yikes. what I am. I am a hard worker. Do you know how hard it <laughs> so is? One of your coworkers go, Hey, uh, Jimmy, did you see uh, Endgame? I got to call out. I'm sick. Bye. No, no, no. When that <laughs> happens at work where I work, we book on and go, Oh my God. If I go, Whoa, 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 whoa. No spoilers. I am, I, I say it. I say, oh, God, Guys, no spoilers so around me. Sorry. <laughs> I even, I've walked away. I've just been, if you all five of you want to talk about it, no big deal. I'm going around the corner. I'll get some water. And Interesting. I leave. That's All right. I, I'm set. Um, I am going to see it on Thursday night, and the tickets are going to go up very soon because the second trailer is usually the trailer like oh, second trailer. Here's like the most we're ever going to tell you about this movie. Tickets are available now, and like right when they launch the trailer online, the tickets are up. Oh no! So like so, what I did. I saw that the trailer was up before I even watched it. I went to Fandango.com because I knew they're going to go. And did you like, buy it? No, they're not up yet. Oh, shit. So, like, it's, I'm oh. really nervous. Here's my, here's what I'm nervous about. If I go see Captain Marvel, do they show an Endgame trailer at the movie theater? They... Do they? Did you not see an, an Avengers trailer when you went to see Captain Marvel? You're gonna blow my mind um, if you say no. There's no and there's no Endgame. I mean, trailer. that's impossible. There can't not be. You but just I saw don't it. Remember? I remember some of the trailers that were there. Not off the top of my head. Okay, but I'll think about it. Okay, and I'll tell you. Please. Do you care about like the post credit scenes? Those you want to see, right? Like you're not gonna close your eyes during the Captain Marvel post credit scenes. No, because no. one of them has to do with Endgame, obviously. Yeah, I know. I'll okay. watch that. Because that's that's how it's supposed to be told. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You're so. watching. It's released. It's in the public. It's not a teaser for something that's in the future. It's, exactly. This is part of the movie. This is happening. This yeah. is to prepare you. There's this two. Is part, this is part of a mastermind's deployment. Exactly. So this is, <laughs> I'm going to watch that because at this stage, that's what I'm supposed to know. Yeah. So I'll watch. Kevin that. Feige can't come if you don't watch this. <laughs> what? Kevin Feige, the <laughs> guy who's running the MCU. Oh, oh okay, okay. You can't jizz if you don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> How much money is he getting paid right now? He will never need to work another day in his life. And he he could take Steve Jobs out for lunch. Jesus Christ. No, he's not. I don't think he's that rich. But like the amount of money that Marvel and Disney made because of this one man is insane. Insane. 
I wish I was there. They for them. bought fucking Fox to get X Men because of this world that this one man built. I think you know what's funny. I I think it's hilarious because this guy is he had to position this. He had to come out and say so. Guys, here's my plan yeah. for now that we have Marvel Studios. Um, so this is what I want to do: a ten year arc. And they go, "Excuse me." Yeah. So, so just just hear me out, guys. Just hear me out. I know it's gonna sound <laughs> insane. So here's what we do: we have the following guys, the following people that we will place in. I don't. How many people know uh, Marvel Comics? Nobody. Okay. Uh, there's a group <laughs> called. There's a. There's a. Let's just call them like a, a, like the CEOs of superheroes. They're the Avengers, okay? And they kind of run this shit. Now, before we see them together, we need to know who they are individually beforehand. So I'm gonna I'm positioning just a thought in my in my view. I think it's great if we had a movie for each of them, and then we had them arc together, and then we created the final uh, product, which is them finally meeting and doing yeah. stuff and they go oh okay so like tv shows and stuff no 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 movies movies um like huge blockbuster movies so so actually <laughs> this may seem a little crazy and then he pulls out he pulls down like this giant thing with all these threads and uh, paths and trees so I, I position we start with one iron man movie and then that will sequence to the second and third and that time frame of release for those in production will coordinate with the following movies we're going to be doing these movies and <laughs> and i wonder how m- so i think Iron Man, because at the end of Iron Man, Iron Man was the first movie in the MCU. Right. Uh, at the end, they introduced Nick Fury. Like Samuel L. Jackson yeah. was not a character in Iron Man, but he just walks into the middle yep. of the credits. Yep. And he's like, I'm, I'd like to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. And everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the CEOs of superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> and then. I think Iron Man 2 was next. Yep. And then they did something else. They added a couple Dude. more characters. They added Black Widow. They added um, uh, Thor. Agent Coulson. Agent Coulson. Um, yeah, and then I think at the end of Iron Man 2... No, I think it was at the end of Hulk is when they teased Thor's hammer. Dude. And, like, they kind of... They didn't invent the post credit scene, but they fucking invented the post credit scene. Did. Like, they did. They took that because they said like, okay this so here, is how you do here's it. the cool thing what we'll do and it'll be our little like easter egg for everybody right at the end of each movie we'll leave a hint for the next part of the story so fans will be okay because i know you guys are pissed about the amount of production we have going on here don't worry people will put up with it because if we put in these little easter eggs it gives them a little little num num nugget to look forward to <laughs> but that buys them over gets her dick a little wet yeah just <laughs> just a little just a little damp until the next big plunge occurs a little num num <laughs> and then then ooh that movie comes and that's what they were expecting and then yeah. we'll tease this all along and we'll build this up and then fast forward 10 years and somebody in the boardroom goes I'm gonna be dead I, in ten I, years. I know. Ten, I know. Ten years seems like a long time. Trust me. With the amount of shooting and 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 production we have to do, it's gonna fly the fuck by. It's gonna be like twenty one movies or something. <laughs> yes. It's gonna. This is gonna fly by everybody. And then we're gonna hit the ten year mark. And then if you guys let me, I will go past the ten year mark and I will continue doing this. And here's my other slide. And he pulls out another slide. Uh, no, he does not have past ten years planned out. And then I we need. Guarantee and then. This this is like the this is option B and that is if you guys can buy Fox and <laughs> I need the rights for these characters for option B. Uh, Bob look Iger. at the potential of option B. Bob Iger, you're gonna need to suck the CEO of Sony's dick because we need Spider Man. 
<laughs> Can you imagine the boardroom's response as he goes through this crackpot theory of just yeah. <laughs> everything he wanted to do? I don't know if it was entirely him. Um, I know John Favreau was super into the idea from the beginning. He was like, of yeah, I want to help the universe or just the, of the the big the picture. unified MCU. Right. Like, I want Iron Man to be a part of this. And I think that was the idea from the get-go of the MCU. But obviously, yeah, they had to have some board meeting where somebody pitched it to somebody and they're like, uh, yes. So how much budget do we need for the first movie? It was like, ah, you know, <laughs> it's like... So- you know, how much no so so there's my 10 years plan uh what's the budget for this 10 years gonna be like four billion dollars <laughs> but it's gonna guys, make us like nine billion dollars are you guys including option b where we buy fox or or no because without that it's no that's it, plus four more million yeah dollars. it's significantly cheaper without option b yeah but option b gives us a lot more options of potential of, of reward yeah but if you guys want the so the, these are the costs and then he goes who do you who do you have idea like who do you think would be in casting? It's like, ah, oh, you know, just some people. Just Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. And what? It's like you want Robert Downey Jr. It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Who else? It's like uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, oh chick from Lost in Translation? Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's hot now. <laughs> it's like, okay. Mark uh Mark Ruffalo. Um, no, it was originally Edward Norton. Right, Edward Norton. It was Edward Norton. Edward Norton, which is another big name. Like, There's some crazy casting choices, but a lot of them are like, yes. They all work. Yeah. Like Thanos, and they're like, Thanos is Josh Brolin. I'm like, fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> How did I not see that he was Thanos all along? Like, fuck yeah, yes. God, he's so freaking good. I watched uh, clips from it because I was talking to all my nerd friends at work about the new trailer, and we were talking about like scenes from Infinity War, and the fucking nebula running up to um thanos on titan and she's like you should have killed me and he just glares at her and said it would have been a waste of parts <laughs> like fuck that's your dad <laughs> your dad just called you out i know oh we, my God, I, I think we so mentioned good. it but it's I, I love the fight scene with him and thor because he's using actual footwork and slips and angles and he's like countering and jabbing he's doing a double jab and uppercut. With, oh, with hulk yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Thanos uh, and hulk in the dude. beginning like he, he's doing pops him in the neck He's doing like actual boxing yeah. work. He's he's pivoting out it's and he's so coming over this cross and he's popping him. He's ducking under, and he's coming with the hook. He comes back up with the hook. Then he just comes under, he goes for like a like a fireman carry and he goes to dump him, but he just fucking like power like wrestling move throws him, which is not realistic, but I thought it was fucking then slams him on the ground. Yeah. Flips him but over all his head. But all the all the it's funny cuz there's an MMA analyst called uh, um Robin Black who mm-hmm. broke it down as a joke. And he, I'll show you, it's hilarious because he breaks down like all the slips and the actual yeah. <laughs> fight sequence they did to to parry. Oh, he parries the jab, comes over the cross, slips under the right side and double jabs. And that gets him right into hook range. And bam! I would love to hear an audio edit where they edit in like the sounds of an MMA crowd and like an announcer. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then slams him on his back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was it, it was it was it's fucking cool. It's fucking cool. The beginning of that movie first mcu movie to not start with an amazing feel-good fanfare literally starts with a distress signal call over silence and then everybody's dead already what we didn't even see them die doesn't matter more people are gonna die uh we didn't have time to show these deaths because there's so much time spent on more deaths and then he starts fighting and what's his face one of the bad guys grabs like a spear to go help and squidward says no 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 let him have his fun it's like this movie's gonna fucking suck <laughs> like 
I'm already crying. That was my thought. I was like, oh, no. What do you mean? Let him have his fun. What He's do you mean? fighting the Hulk. Yeah. This is over. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean? Ah, dude. <laughs> and like just from the company I work at, I know a little bit more about the movie than most people do. And I'm so fucking amped. Oh, my God. There's secrets that I definitely should not know that I know. And I'm so jazzed about. Don't spoil. I won't. Actually, you know what? Let's just move on. Yeah, Let's please, just move please, on. please, pull please. Up, pull it up because you have it saved on yours, don't you? The relationship advice? Yes. So we're going to give some advice to this person in this relationship situation that we found via Reddit. So that the Reddit, the subreddit is relationship underscore advice. It's usually where someone says, hey, me, and they describe themselves 31 male, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, and then blah, blah, blah. And this is my 27 year old female girlfriend, whatever. What should I do? Or this is what I did. Where do I go from here? We're just reading through this. You came up with this idea and we were like looking through, seeing if anything would be interesting. And we found this one, which is very interesting to me. I 28 male think that my girlfriend, 28 female has been using my gym socks to wipe after going to the bathroom. (laughs) Detail, please. I'm just going to read as if I'm him. I don't even know where to start with this. I'm dumbfounded. She just stormed out of the house and I'm sitting on my bed asking a lot of questions. I leave a pretty, I live a pretty normal life. And I thought so, I thought so did my girlfriend. We've been been together for a few months. And after things got serious, we moved in together. We started sharing a lot of the household responsibilities. But one thing she was adamant on was doing the laundry. She would come home and find me in the bedroom getting the laundry together and would quickly ask me to go do something else. I'd come back to finish the laundry and she would have already started it. I always thought she was, it was sweet. Uh, and never her job to do it alone but hey if it makes her happy to do it all the time i wouldn't stop her this is where it takes a turn for the weird (laughs) i keep all my socks and underwear in the bottom drawer of my dresser i also go to the gym frequently so i keep a good supply of gym socks ready to go i never kept count but i know just by a visual glance i have several pairs this morning, when I went to grab a fresh pair to pack for the gym, I noticed uh, there were several dress socks, but no gym socks. Again, not weird. They must have been in the laundry. So I went to check the laundry basket, and it was empty. So I both checked the washing machine and the dryer. Both were empty. I couldn't figure out where all my gym socks had gone. So I did the very natural thing of asking my girlfriend what happened to the gym socks. After all, she is the one who does the laundry all the time. She went silent, turned red, and ran out of the room. <laughs> when I went after her, she... To see if she was like, okay, she wouldn't talk to me. I told her I wasn't mad. I'm just looking for my gym socks. She kind of <laughs> mumbled, I, 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 I'll don't know. I think that was a typo. I still wasn't mad, of course, but it was super confused. Socks don't just disappear. So I asked her again and even laughed about it. Just to, And she said she'd buy me new ones. and she, Whatever. She said, I'll buy you new ones. This is written really weird. Um... The first thing that went through my head was she somehow managed to destroy my socks while washing them. The thought and sight was actually pretty funny, so I joked with her about ruining my socks. Wrong thing to say. (laughs) She started immediately crying, like full-on sobbing. At this point, I don't care about the socks anymore. I want to know what's wrong with my girlfriend. I sat next to her on the bed and put my arm around her and asked if she was okay. She just kept saying she was sorry and would need to buy me new socks. I tried assuring her again that it was okay, even went so far to say I would buy the new socks and she didn't have to. I sat with her for a few minutes trying to calm her down and eventually had to get ready for work. I told her I loved her and got my things ready to leave for the day. On the way out, I grabbed the garbage to take it outside. 
When I got outside, I lifted the lid off the garbage can and noticed a small plastic bag sitting on top of the garbage already in there. I could see through the bag, kind of a semi-see-through once, and there were socks in the bag. Since I was sure she had somehow managed to ruin the socks washing them, I wanted to see for myself. I opened the bag and immediately regretted my choice. There, inside the bag, were several pairs of my gym socks covered in what looked like poop. As soon as the smell hit me, I knew it was poop. (laughs) One, we don't own any pets. Two, we don't have any kids. Three, whose poop was in my socks? (laughs) Work could wait. I couldn't go the rest of my day wondering my gym socks were covered in poop and in a plastic bag in the garbage can. So I grabbed the bag and walked back inside. As soon as my girlfriend saw the bag, she flipped out and started yelling at me. She said I shouldn't be going through the garbage and that I was disgusting for bringing it back in the house. I asked her to calm down and that I just wanted to answer on why there was poop on my socks. I wasn't blaming her of anything, but she started accusing me of blaming her. That's when it clicked. I don't know what it was that led me to ask this, but everything leading up to this moment has just been so crazy. I asked her, is this your poop? (laughs) She started sobbing again and ran out of the house. I didn't go after this time. Now I'm sitting on my bed with a bag of poopy socks on the floor and a lot of questions in my head. The only conclusion is that she used them after going to the bathroom. Which, that alone, has its own set of questions above everything else. I sent her a text message to her to come back. She hasn't responded yet. If she... I don't even know what I'm going to say when, if she gets back. Update, I had to leave for work. Yes, I threw away the bag of poopy socks. She texted me that she's clearly embarrassed, but felt she owed me an explanation. She said she didn't want to talk about it in person, but we would discuss it over texting and not bring it up in person. I'm condensing the conversation and filling the gaps as best I can. Her responses are super short, but I'm getting the idea. Oh, okay. One more paragraph. I flat out asked her if it was a fetish. It is not a fetish. She she confessed to using the socks after going to the bathroom. I found the reason she always does the laundry is because she was hiding the fact that she uses socks to wipe with, primarily her own. I had no reason to question the amount of socks she ever has because who pays attention to that kind of thing? She thought... I would notice she thought I would notice and think it was weird since she doesn't own many socks. She admittedly she admitted she has done this for a long time. Her reasoning as best as I can understand is because she is a germaphobe, her word, and that she is afraid toilet paper will tear and she's afraid of getting her hands messy in any way. She uses socks because it covers her entire hand. After she's done with them, she throws them away. She's used mine because she didn't have any other socks. So my girlfriend has a fear of getting poop on her hands when she wipes with the socks, and has been for a long time. It could be worse, I guess. I hope we can laugh about this later. I'm still trying to find the humor in it now, but I'm still very weirded out. Top comment. I have no advice, but I can't wait for the update. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So if this happened to you, it's you, that exact same situation. You're at the point now where she's a germaphobe. So my girlfriend, I realize... She's been using your socks. She always does laundry, which, that would be great. (laughs) That would make up for it, I think, immediately. (laughs) Fucking hate doing laundry. But all of a sudden, a bunch of my socks are missing. I ask why. You go through the whole thing. She gets very weirded out, which I would feel bad about making her feel that embarrassed, like she's crying and sobbing, which, first of all, my girlfriend wouldn't do. She'd be like, I don't know. I'll get you new ones if it's really bothering that much. That would be her response. Like, 
fucking stop annoying me. If you where are your socks? I don't know. Maybe you threw them away. You're a dumb idiot. I'll get you new ones if it's really bothering you. Whatever. And then if I looked in the trash and realized that all my socks were in a bag with human poop on them, I'd be like, hey. I mean, I, I I assume by looking at it, you could tell that it's a wipe from a poop. It's not just like a little turd sitting on a sock. It's like a, sm- a smear of poop, you know? Yeah. And I'd be like, hey, you're using my socks to wipe with. Why? And she'd be like, I'm a germaphobe. I don't want to get poop on my fingers if the toilet paper breaks. I'd be like, that's dumb. Use more toilet paper. Stop using my socks. Throw those away. Have you ever done this before to my current socks? If yes, that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. I'd get really mad and I probably wouldn't talk to her for a while. If she's like, no, I only use my socks. I just had to use yours. So I threw them away and I'll get you new ones. I'd be like, okay, that's fucking weird. We need to talk about this. Talk to your therapist about this. You need to start using toilet paper like a normal adult. Um, I think that'll be the end of it. Like, that's fucking weird. I love you. Let's play video games. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) They like, so I read the update of this, by the way, they broke up. She, no. Yeah, she got super defensive. Um, he, they got in a huge fight. He stayed with his friend for a night. Um, when he came back, she was like, "Hey, I'm ready to talk about it again." Came back. Her car was in the driveway. Her sister's car was in the driveway. He came in. Her sister was sitting on the couch. Immediately got up, didn't say anything, went into the bedroom. A while later, the girlfriend came out. And she's like, "You posted it on the internet." <laughs> and he was like, "It was anonymous. Nobody knows it was you." Uh, and then the sister and the girlfriend just yelled at him for a while. And then he was like, fine, I'm going to go back and stay at my friend's house for a couple of days. I'll talk to you later. Came back to the house two days later. All of her stuff was gone. And then there was an update update. It's been five days. I haven't heard from her. I think we're done. I think she has some. There's something weird going on there. I think she needs to talk to somebody about that. I mean, what would you do? Everything's normal for months, years. All of a sudden, your socks are missing. Hey, where'd my socks go? I don't know. You look in the trash. There's all your socks with poop on them. Hey, would you ask? You find your socks with poop on them. Would you be like... Well, first of all, if it were my gym socks, I'd be fucking... Those are expensive. I have expensive socks. I have like my weightlifting socks and I have my cardio socks. Mm-hmm. They're not cheap. Nope. So if those go... I only have four total because yep. they're not cheap You're right so if those go missing then yeah we're having a conversation uh <laughs> i don't know the least bit about your relationship other than you have a girl oh you oh you want me to be like with my girl i, yes. th- I thought you meant like that girl no that girl uh bye uh, that girl gets a standing guillotine <laughs> just standing <laughs> Uh, and that's, no. that, that's, that's, that's like the middle school. No, this crank. is this is the whole point. Like the oh, you want me to do your it? Your girlfriend. I oh. pictured me, and Marissa, oh, who's okay. been on the show, but you'll never hear it because that episode is cursed and the oh, audio is so broken. We need Marissa back. It, oh, let me let me run this by you real quick. Here's a surprising thing. What that episode was so long ago. Johnny was in the episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fuck Johnny, but we need Marissa back. What would you do? Oh, um. I'd probably say you're gonna buy. So you're gonna buy me new socks to replace them. I'm just like yes, okay. Then I'd say I'm pretty sure we can just find cheap ass socks for you to use. That's very supportive. Or why don't you just get a rag 
<laughs> Let's get economical here. Just use a just hey, have a microfiber. Select, upgrade your butthole wipe. Just get like a select amount of rags. Let's say you get a, a ten rag pack and you can just use those and yeah. cycle them out. I just got a, a pack of microfiber cloths. Uh sixteen microfiber cloths or eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Um to like clean my car windows with. Yeah. And like just to have. Yeah. It was like five bucks at Walmart. Yeah. Those would feel so good on your bum hole. I would just do that. I would just say I mean in the sock. Or you know what I would say? Mm-hmm. Well, let's get a bidet. Yeah, let's turn this into a win. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, I would say let's get a bidet and do that. And then I would probably say, um, I think it might be a personal battle for you against germs to overcome this. But if you ever want to get overcome it, you should take the necessary steps to overcome it. And that probably starts with you taking action now yeah. and starting to talk to somebody about that or starting to take the physical means to begin to overcome it. Yeah. So start with smushing the trash down and then taking the trash mm. bag down. Like just, just start. And then wash your hands. Everything's okay. Yeah. And then just start doing that. Like let's start seeing And that. then get a dog. Don't buy a pooper So here's the thing. The and this is what, yeah. And this is why I don't like that story or that girl in that story. Because if you really were a germaphobe, you see that in somebody. It's not just, I'm a germaphobe. It's, no, you're not. I see you handle shit all the time. I yeah. See, he would know ge- that she's a germaphobe. You would know because they would be up, they would be Clorox wiping the doorknobs like every two days. Like, maybe it's just like a poopaphobe. That could be it. You know, maybe she just doesn't want to touch poop. That's that's fine. Yeah. that's But that's a very specific. Don't label yourself as something for a very wide base when it's really not. You know? Like if you said you hate snakes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. But if you really meant to say I hate cobras and you're fine with all snakes, <laughs> I would be saying, "Why the fuck Which, are you saying you hate you hate snakes?" You I wonder just hate- if that person exists. <laughs> I'm specifically afraid of cobras, <laughs> rattlesnakes. Let me add them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, but that's that's fucking that's that's what it sounds like to me when you go. I'm a germaphobe, right. but I just don't want to touch poop. It's just you, no, you're not. You're just saying some weak shit. Just yeah. say you don't like poop. Just say that freaks you out. That's fine. It's totally fine if it freaks you out. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? Don't touch my shit for it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Touch your own stuff. Yeah. That's the weird part. Like, that's okay that you have this weird thing that you can't touch poop. But when you're out of socks, you got to use the toilet paper. Like, don't <laughs> use my socks without asking me and then throw them away. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess you've already used them, which is the worst part about it. So I'd prefer you did throw them away yeah. rather than yeah. wash them. At that point, it's like, it, but I would say just go to Costco and buy a fuck ton of like face cloths you could just use also the weird part is she says she always throws them away so she must buy cheap socks but then she always insists on doing the laundry so i think she's lying about here's another thing away. and with cheap socks i don't think they're thick enough to really avoid because <laughs> yeah, cloth very is porous, porous. cloth yeah. is porous so <laughs> it's really not that great he's going right through that yeah that it's, poop. <laughs> it's really not that great and i know this because the amount of shit i've picked up in my life from the a lifetime of dogs is just trust me you need just good paper towel or even then, I would say, why don't we just get, like, really thick paper towels? Yeah, right. Like, get some bounty. Yeah. Just some yeah. kind of really harsh fucking recycled... Fucking sandpaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's too expensive. But right. that would be very good at clearing stuff off. Just, yeah. just why don't we just... I don't know. That, I, like, bidet, though, is the real answer. If, That's if, what I would have done. Also, yeah. like... You don't have you're to touch a, anything. You're in a relationship where you're close enough with someone that you're living together. You got to know that they're afraid of touching poop. Yeah. Like, I know everything about Marissa. Everything. There's nothing I don't know about her. 
likewise, she knows way too much about me. She probably knows more about me than I know about myself. We'd have a bidet if she was in that situation. Yeah. Like, that's what I would yeah. do. I, like I said, I would just say, let's just get a bidet so you don't have to fucking touch anything. Uh, I heard a very interesting analogy on one of my friends. Okay. Actually, uh, you know him, Tom from Apple. Yes. Um, he got a bidet recently. Yes. Uh, and he, he got like a new toilet that has a bidet built in. Um, and Is it a heated bidet? I don't know. Does it have a nightlight bidet? I don't know. Okay. Um, he was just telling me you got a bidet and it's like life changing. And his wife was the one that insisted on it because she heard this and then told it to him. And he's like, yeah, we're getting a bidet. She goes, you, uh, ha- you have a dog. You walk your dog. You get a plastic, ba- plastic bag on your hand. You pick up the poop. Some of the poop gets on your finger. Do you, option A, get a dry paper towel and wipe it off? Option B, wash your hands. Option B, obviously. Why do you just fucking smear your butthole and you're like, it's clean. <laughs> he fucking wash that shit. <laughs> and he's like, let's go to Home Depot. <laughs> and they got a bidet. I lived, I, um, my, my old roommates had, uh, had a bidet and it was cool because it was a nightlight. Yep. So at night the light would come on. Oh. And this way if you. So you can see your poop. Well, no, I hate. So I'm very much about the, you could, if you can't tell by the lighting in this room, mm-hmm. I'm very much about the lights having to be more nuanced for the environment. So for example, when I get up at night, you yeah. notice I have LED uh, light sensored like bed yeah. lights, right? Like night lights. That's uh, for a reason. It's because I don't want to turn on a harsh right. light. <laughs> I want a, a soft glow in, in areas to see. And especially when I lived at the like two houses ago and I lived with my roommates, it was getting up and going to the bathroom in the dark, getting by with lights, with like a light from outside um, from a street light that was pouring in. I could just see the hallway and then here's the bathroom. There's the blue light and there's the toilet bowl. I can aim in the circle of blue Yep. and then it flushes and I'm done. The light is in the toilet? Yeah, it's because so the bidet, it, it's an add-on. It's not a built into the toilet. Oh, interesting. It's Maybe on, that's what Tom got then. It's on top and it goes through the water, uh, the water valve in the back and you press a button and it heats the seat. It, it wasn't the seat. it wasn't heated water oh yeah but a heated seat my mm. oh my um mm. you can have high and low settings too but mm. when you walk in it's uh, it's just like it's added on top hello welcome to the toilet yeah it's, it's just built in so it's fine please give me your urine and then you can switch you have soft to strong jet and yeah thank you for your deposit the only downside is when you start you're like afraid of it so you just go uh, you tense uh, up a little bit uh, and it just i've never used one it sprays water everywhere yeah because when you just relax so is it like wet after yeah do you you got to deal with wet butt for a little while no you just pat yourself dry wipe oh, okay. yourself dry you still use toilet paper but just to get the wet bidet water off it's just getting it's just wiping water off yeah that's okay. really good yeah i gotta gotta get gotta get down with the bidet it's actually really soothing too I bet <laughs> it's really soothing. Not not like it's not like feel good like anal play, but it's it feels good like it's soothing in the sense of like chapped lips getting, okay. getting lip balm. It's kind of like that. It's just sounds really nice because it's instead of just like taking this 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 clingy paper and just going and just, yeah, it's just this. Like How just, hard is this water? Depends on the jet. Okay, is like a. A water pick? Uh, 
<laughs> I was gonna say, dude, if you're not, if you're too relaxed and you don't realize how hard you shoot it, I've definitely had water get shot up my ass before from a potato. And I'd be like, oh, and I'd oh. like turn it down. Mode enema, <laughs> long distance enema. <laughs> <laughs> and like you're fighting it because you're like no no and it's just, it's just shooting <laughs> super strong. so like i'm a, what i'm picturing is like hose with no attachment on it like garden no, hose no, no 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 okay. no it's like um oh god yeah what's a good way to put it uh oh uh how often have you okay what are you more familiar with the hose or like water bottles okay like a gym water bottle when you squeeze, like the hockey yes. water bottle, when you squeeze yes. it through the face it's like mask, that. Okay. it's like that. Perfect. It's like that. Just you can control the power of that. And is it like a gradual thing, or is it like one, two, three? I bet yeah. it depends on the the, bed, the bidets bidet. that I've used is yeah. just one. Oh boy, now it's in me. So it's just <laughs> da, 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 <laughs> yeah. exactly. There's different levels of it. So yeah, so yeah. The hardest thing with a new bidet is you don't know where to aim because you don't know where the jet is because they're typically just. Oh. Typically all the same, but like you don't want to hit like too high, or you don't want to hit too far on on your leg. Yeah, so you got to make sure like you don't want to fucking get your balls off. Yeah, so you got to want to make sure you're centered, and then you can go. So I can't wait. <laughs> Are like, you gonna get a bidet because of this? I'm not gonna get one. I don't have bidet money. They're but, cheap. They're like fifty, sixty bucks. Oh my god, maybe I am. <laughs> just don't, tax, just don't get takeout for two my weeks. Big and juicy you can do tax it. return is coming soon. I'll do that. I already have a shopping list of things I'm going to treat myself with tax return. Like what? Because I Tease firmly me. believe in that you, when you get your tax return, put it back into the economy. Revitalize the economy. Exactly. That's like kind of what it's for. That's why they do it all at once. It's like, okay, let, okay, here's our yearly. Everybody go out and splurge and buy shit. Go get your PlayStation and blah, blah, blah. And like, let's get a little jump start again. Capitalism for the win. Um, so far, I have one, maybe two items on my list. One is this vinyl record that from this band that I've grown to love recently. They only have two EPs and they actually just came out with a single. But they have two EPs. This vinyl record on one side is their first EP. On the other side is their second EP. And the album art for the vinyl record, the sleeve that it comes in has the art for one EP and if you flip it on the back it has their other EP and they're both great. What band? Uh, Crumb. C-R-U-M-B. Super lo-fi, indie, mellow, like sleepy time stoner rock. Uh, oh, it's so good. And it's like, it's like that, like chocolate for your ears, like the instruments and the effects that they use. It's just like, blah, blah, blah. like they use, oh man, it's so good. Everybody listen to Crumb, C-R-U-M-B, listen to the song Bones. Um, but uh, I want to get that. They came out with a very limited run. That's the only vinyl record they have. They never okay. released either of their EPs single. Okay. And it's gone. So people are selling on eBay for like 90 bucks. I'm like, I can't spend 90 bucks on two EPs. I got a record player for Christmas. I got dope speakers from Marissa's dad just because he was looking to get rid of them. Like, I, they're from 1998. I looked them up on eBay. People are still selling them for 500 bucks. Um, I got those hooked up. I played a couple records. It sounds like fucking god jizzing into your ears uh and it's i so was like rich. i need this album it's, yeah it's so this album rich. is so rich for anybody who listens to tame impala their newest album currents just that's that album the way it's mixed it just feels like chocolate in your ears crumb has that same type of audio like quality right it's just uh right sounds so like, so what's the second thing a bidet <laughs> 
it's a very short list so far. <laughs> you can Amazon uh, a bidet for pretty cheap. Yeah. You can get one that just shoot water. Oh, Squatty Potty. Squatty Potty? That's I have one. I have one. Yeah, yeah they're, they're really like cheap. 15, 30 bucks, whatever. Yeah. Get a two pack at Costco for like that's on there. 15 bucks. Yeah, don't um, you have a Costco membership now or BJ's? I do. Um, an they, outdoor hammock that doesn't require trees to staple it into or whatever. Oh, so you Just want to like get a, a little, stand? A sta- I need the stand. You can get uh, you can get hammock straps like I do. I don't. So it's a long story. It's not worth telling our podcast. Okay. But right, I can't. Right, right. No, it's fine. <laughs> I need okay. a stand. Okay, it's fine. Um, yeah, you can get a good deal on bidet. Um, I just want to uh, buy. So I'm an old man now. So I'm in love with. Do you know Harbor Freight? Nope. Harbor Freight is like a large scale tool. Uh, shopping place mm-hmm. so retailer so they just sell like impact wrenches and breaker bars they sell torque wrenches and jack stands and um yeah i'm just there's like a 30 inch tool cart on wheels i want there's a half inch breaker bar i need there's a you know a half inch adjustable torque wrench that i really really want there's a hydraulic lift not hydraulic lift there's a jack stands i need as well they're just tools they're just tools mm-hmm. I, I want and it's just that's if I ever got a return, I didn't. I owed money, so I don't have a return. Um, then I had to pay for my tax services, so I literally came out zero zero. Uh, if I did get a tax return, I would have bought some tools. Yeah. But instead, what I'm going to buy is car cleaning stuff because I'm going to clean cars with LJ, who was on the podcast for Wings last time. Um, yes. Him and I got to have him back soon. Yes. Uh, we need him to bring Ojo Wings. Right. Ojo's Wings. Uh, him and I are going to do like a car date day where we're going to help each other wash and detail each other's exteriors. That so cute. <laughs> well, it's because we, we, we see, I don't think I'm a car person, but people are telling me I'm becoming a car person. That's fine. Just because just I'm be a person. Right. I'm just a person. Um, I, yeah, I'm just a person, but I've been doing repairs on my car myself. So, like, I just did my serpentine belt, which is super easy. I've been taking care of the lights, and the filters are easy. And, nice. Uh, like, I've just been doing the daily maintenance. What the daily maintenance? You're doing the maintenance, like replace your battery, do this yeah. and that, like you know. So simple stuff. But a part of it is the exterior that needs to be taken care of mm-hmm. because it gets eaten alive in New England. Yeah. So, so. I'm gonna do a full clay polish like shit very nice do everything with lj on both of our cars because if we help each other out the cost gets split in half because we're gonna we're gonna split it down the middle for the cost of all the supplies interesting so instead of paying 100 bucks myself for all the stuff i'm gonna pay 50 and And you could use the same amount of supplies for two cars yeah cool and then we'll just help each other and so it takes half the time nice yeah for each other's car and yeah be easier very cool. Instead of like, oh, I got to wash my car and it's a whole process and you can't reach something. And so there's, I have four wheels instead of just, oh, I, could, I only have to do these two and then yep. I can do the other. Technically, yes, I know. It's, two yeah, cars it's, equals the yeah. same amount of work. But Break for, down your chores into smaller chores and it goes by quicker. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to do. So that's really all I'm looking forward to awesome. eventually. But that's, I guess, what I would happily do instead yeah, of begrudgingly something. do because I don't have a tax return. Yep. So that would be, that would be nice. Um, I'm looking forward to trying to find more time to play more Red Dead. Yes. Um, Because I was, like I was saying before, I did the fucking Micah mission, (laughs) which was such fucking Micah. Bullshit. I have no idea. No, I I don't. Um, What else? What else? Yeah. You know what's funny? You never told me a game I should get for Xbox. 
Um, actually, earlier in this uh, episode, we were talking about how Sicario has really good ambient music. That's like a lot of it's very nuanced. I don't know the soundtrack, so I don't know how similar this is. But you have Limbo and Inside, which I love are their music master classes in that type of music. Yes, it's just ambience. You could barely Limbo, especially you could barely call it music. It's just like no sound effects. It's soundscapes. Yeah, it's sound effects. It's really drawn out. Like sometimes not even you just hear yeah. him running. Yeah. Sometimes it's completely silent, but sometimes like there's interesting, like weird, long, quiet chords noise. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just lo- like thirty second long single chords. Yeah, but it's so good. Yeah, I listen to the soundtrack for Limbo sometimes. It's really the most boring soundtrack. But you know what it's soundtrack just, I? L- it's like white noise when I'm working. You know what soundtrack I love, and What's we've that? talked about this. Uh, Minecraft. Yes. Yes. We've talked about this. Yes, we've talked about this. So we so won't even good. mention that. We won't even mention that. It's one of my it's one of my work playlists. Right. C four eighteen, what up? Shout out. That's the guy who did the Minecraft soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember you mentioning uh getting the cart or in the cart pig. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. And then we watched that video. Yeah. Um Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, get a game for Xbox. Uh you ever recommended anything? Yeah, no, because you don't have a PlayStation, I'm sorry. <laughs> um there's so many people yelling into their thing right now. Uh, did you ever like Halo? Uh, when it first came out. Um, <laughs> the Halo Master Chief Collection is Halo 1, 2, 3, and Reach, I believe. What is Reach? Uh, it's like a kind of a spinoff. It's not really. It's a sequel that... I never personally played that one, but it's a sequel where you play as other people in like Master Chief's squad. I'd rather just... Not play it because I think I can't beat the first time I ever played Halo. You can't. Oh, okay. But so they have this cool feature, right, where you're playing Halo One, uh, and it's like they com- they completely redid the art for the entire game, so it looks like an Xbox One game. Okay. It's still Halo One, but it looks gorgeous. You press one button on your co- controller, and the graphics switch back to Halo One. If you want to look at Halo One, uh, that, that, that's cool. That's cool. They do that. Yeah, that's cool. They do that. Um, how much time you got for to play a game, a video game, like to I'm, go through the I mean, story? I'm mode. playing Red Dead Story. So, okay, so here's a game that is one of the best games ever. It's on the Xbox. The normal story mode to play through the story that comes with the game right out of the box is about as long as Red Dead Redemption Two. I don't know if it's longer oh, short, so I'd say about as long. The Witcher Three Wild Hunt. What is that? It's like it's a fantasy game, so it's third person, like Red Dead. Mm. Um, it's sword fighting, shield, bows and arrows, magic. You can shoot magic shit out of your hands, and you are a witcher, who you're basically like a like a magical kind of human. Um, and this one, they focus a lot on hunting mythical creatures. So like you go out and you track a griffin and you hunt a griffin, but like. That's just one part of it, like the part that they added to the game to make it different than the other two games. Okay. They also completely revamped the combat. It is so fun to play. Like the entire 50, 60 hours I played through the story, I was having fun the whole time. It's long. But um, the voice acting is amazing. The story is amazing. All the side quests are amazing. They're all different. Nothing feels repetitive about this game. The dialogue, the characters, the graphics, the gameplay, it's just, it's a hell of a game. 
okay. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. And it's like, for some reason, it's one of those games that you could just pick up for 10 bucks or something now. Because okay. it came out a few years ago. That's my suggestion. All right. I mean, I think it's going to take me a year to finish Red Dead at the rate I'm playing it. Yeah, probably. Uh, because I got it, what, like two months ago, and I think I'm maybe 20% through it. Yep. So it's going to take a while. But when that game finishes, I'll move on to that. You might like Far Cry. Far Cry I thought that game was horrible. What? Far Cry. No. I thought the reviews were horrible for it. Well, there's five of them now. <laughs> Far Cry 1 came out, I think, for like around the original Xbox, or maybe later. Um, Far Cry 2 was on PS3 and Xbox 360. Far Cry 3 was on PS2 and 360 and maybe PS4 and Xbox One. Okay. And then Far Cry 4 was on all four of them. Okay. And Far Cry 5 is on PS4 and Xbox One. Far Cry 5 is pretty good. Far Cry 4 is very good. Far Cry 3 is amazing. So they've they've slowly gone downhill, but they're <laughs> still really good. Like having Far Cry Five be at the bottom of the hill is pretty good. Okay, it's like how Quentin Tarantino says his worst movie is Death Proof, but Death Proof is still a pretty fucking cool movie. Right, right. It's like that. Okay. So Witcher um, and Far Cry. Wolfenstein, first person shooter. Uh, it takes place during in the sixties after the Nazis won World War Two. And they focused heavily on like supernatural shit and robotics and yes, stuff like that. I think I've seen Scammon play this game. It's really good. Yeah. Combat of it is just silky smooth. Okay. Like you, you're sprinting and you crouch and you slide on the thing and you lean up against a thing and you press the trigger button and you just lean out from the side of the cabinet or you could like lean up and stuff like that. It just feels, it's like the most, it's the best first person shooter at like making the controls just feel like an extension of what you want to do. Okay. Like, it's not like you're running and you're turning and you're crouching and you're getting up. It's, like, so fluid and dynamic and super fun to play. That's it. You got you got your work cut out for you. You got Limbo. You got Inside. You got Red Dead. And I That's think a good start. Next thing, once you finish that off, you play The Witcher. Three. Wild Hunt. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm actually going to replay it soon. Shit. Okay. Do you ever play Skyrim? Yes. Okay. It's similar vibes to Skyrim. I think Skyrim is one of the best games ever made, but The Witcher is just, I think The Witcher is more fun. You okay. Know? The end. The end. Sounds good. <laughs> that is the end. Bye. Bye. <laughs>